Last Sunday morning, I was in my office and there was, uh, well, I, I guess Bev notified me with the phone buzzer doohiggy, and uh, somebody wanted to see me and opened the door and uh, and it was uh, Dustin and Karen and uh, boy, I, I could tell, you know, that something had happened to Dustin. Well, he told me the story, and I said, you, you've got to tell the people that story. So, so I want him to close our service tonight by, by sharing with you. Keep in mind that Dustin was raised in this church. He worked in this church. He, he was, we had no reason to ever think that, uh, that he wasn't saved, but something happened, and uh, he's going to come share that with you. Yeah, so like he said, uh, I had no reason to think I wasn't saved. Um, Tuesday night, it was uh, July 19th. It was just a normal day. Went to work, came home, ate dinner, played with the baby. Um, we got ready for bed, and uh, Karen and the baby went to bed uh, about five minutes before me. And that's rare because it's the summer, so Karen's got the summer off. So I usually go to bed before her. So they go to bed. I turn the TV off, I head to the bedroom, I walk in the bedroom, I look over, I see Karen lay on her side in Tinley's crib next to her, and uh, she's facing Tinley. So I go to the bathroom, uh, brush my teeth, change clothes, come in, turn the bathroom light out, come out, plug my phone in, crawl in bed, lean over to give Karen a kiss, she's not there. So, sorry. So I'm like, that's weird. Did did we cross in the in the darkness? You know, when you flip, first flip the light off and it gets really dark, and I'm like, that's that's odd. Cause she usually can't get up that quietly. I'm, I'm usually going to notice. So I lay there for like, I don't know, felt like a few minutes. Probably was like 20 seconds. Um, and I'm thinking, I, I don't hear. So I got up and I walked back into the bathroom. And we have a window in our bathroom. And so I'm looking to see if I can see Karen's silhouette in the window. And I don't see her. So flip the light on in the bathroom and she's not in there. So now my heart's really pounding, and I'm like, where did she go? She was here, I'm gonna turn the light out, she's not here now. So my heart's just racing, and uh, I got the bathroom light on, and I just start slowly walking back towards the end of our bed. And I peek over the top of our bed into Tinley's bed, and she's not there. And my heart drops, and all that went through my mind was, you don't know when Jesus is coming back. It could be any moment. And in the twinkling of an eye, and that was going through my head. And so I just like this overwhelming fear. It's just eating at me. And I'm thinking, the rapture just happened, and you're still here. So I'm, I'm dealing with that, and I think, no, it can't be it. I'm saved. I know I'm saved. So... I walk out to the living room, I turn the light on, I look, scan the house. I don't see her in the living room, I don't see her in the dining room, I don't see her in the kitchen. So I just yell out, Karen. Well, Karen doesn't know I'm dealing with any of this. So she's actually sitting behind me in Tinley's nursery in the glider. And she hesitates before she answers to me because she thinks it's funny. <laughs> and so she finally says, what? And I'm like, what are you doing? Why, why, why aren't you in bed? And she's like... Oh, well, Tinley's fussy, so I didn't want to keep you up, so we just came in here. And I'm like, oh, well, come back to bed. And so 
As she's getting up, she jokingly says to me, what, did you think it was the rapture? And so I'm like, ah, ha, ha, ha. But inside, that's all I'm, I'm feeling. So uh, we get back in bed, and I'm praying. I'm praying hard. I'm praying all night. God, I know I'm saved. Why, why do I feel this way? I, I know I'm saved. Like, what, what am I, why don't I feel this? You know, you know I'm saved. Come on, God, you know I'm saved. So eventually I fall asleep. I wake up the next morning. That fear is still just pounding in me. So I get in the shower. I'm praying in the shower. I'm just, come on, God, you, you know I'm saved. You, you, you see what I do for you? I, I, you know. Remember, I, I came up there. I, I'm saved. And it, it was like my prayers were hitting the ceiling and coming right back to me because I'm trying to justify to God that I'm saved. Like he needs me to justify to him. Um, so then I just start praying. I hope Tinley's awake so that Karen's up feeding her so I can talk to Karen. I get dressed for work. I walk out in the living room. Luckily enough, Tinley's awake. Karen's feeding her. I sit down on the couch across from her. And uh, I start to tell her I did think it was a rapture. And before I can get all that out, I just burst into tears. And as soon as I started crying, she started praying. Everything that she said to me, she prayed about before she answered. She didn't try to reassure me that I was saved. She, she, she was just perfect in that situation. So I tell her, Karen, I know I'm saved. Why do I feel this way? She says, you know, when I made my false profession, I used to have that fear. But when I got it right with God, I've never felt that again. And so I finally got to the point where I said to her, Karen, am I saved? And as soon as the words came out of my mouth, I realized I'm not saved. My wife can't tell me I'm saved. So Karen tells me, you can't go to work today. I said, well, we got people out on vacation. I really have to go in. She says, no, you can't go in today. So I text my boss to tell her I can't come in. I text Brother Kenneth, and I said, hey, can, uh, are you awake? He's like, yeah, I'm up. And I'm like, hey, can we meet? And he's like, yeah, sure. What do you need? And I was like, I need some counseling. And he's like, yeah, for what? And I'm like, salvation for me. And I, I knew that I, I shook him with that because he responded back, seriously? And, uh, and I was like, yeah, very, very serious. And so... Uh, he said, meet me at the elementary school by my house. So uh, the whole way there, I'm, I'm praying, God, don't, don't let anything happen to me in the car because I know I'm not right with you yet. Uh, I get there. Brother Kenneth comes walking up the road, and we stood at the back of my truck. And uh, I talked. And uh, I talked, and then Brother Kenneth talked. And uh, I can't tell you a word he said. When he talked, I talked to God. Um, I, I I know that Brother Kenneth said something about Paul. I'm thinking it was the Apostle Paul. Could have been some guy. I don't know. Um, but uh, I I told Brother Kenneth. I said, you know, I my head knows that Jesus died on the cross for my sins. My head knows that, but I need to get my head out of the way so that my heart can believe it. It's something that 
that being raised in church and knowing all the answers, that, that was the hardest thing to overcome for me, was to say, yeah, you know that's right, but do you actually believe it? So some way along the line, while Brother Kenneth was talking and I was praying, I trusted Christ as my Savior. I, Brother Stone always talks about walking out of the church and hearing the, the birds sing Amazing Grace. Yeah, and uh, they, they didn't sing Amazing Grace for me, but uh, I remember looking at, I know exactly the tree I was looking at, where the cloud was in the sky above the tree. The minute it happened, it felt like all my tears just ceased. It felt like all the weight of the world just left me. There was such a peace that came over me. Um just just the greatest feeling I've ever I've ever felt uh, so excited by it that um, the next day I went to work and by 9 a.m. I'd already told three people my testimony Amen. the previous 20 years with my false profession I don't think I told three people at work my testimony and by 9 a.m. I had so I just encourage anyone that has that fear that has any kind of doubt get it right with God because when you feel what I feel now, you don't have a doubt. It's it's real, and God is good. You know, the Bible says the devil believes and trembles. He trembles because he refuses to acknowledge the lordship of Christ naturally and uh, that that's a whole whole nother story but whenever he said you know I knew all of this in my head but I just needed to believe in my heart and and it's so important that we understand that the means whereby that the grace of God is communicated to you and I that it's by grace are you saved through faith through faith you see, through faith. And uh, you can know Jesus was born of a virgin, that he lived a virtuous life, died a vicarious death, arose victoriously over the grave and coming back visibly in the skies. You can believe all of that so far as knowing the historical facts, but until you actually put your trust in Christ, You'll not be born again it's through trust in Him. You know, there might be someone else here tonight. Bev, she has a tremendous testimony in regards because, uh, uh, you know, for for a long, long time, you know, I thought uh, we we thought that that she was she was saved, and uh, come to find out, I was pastoring my second church before she actually come to the realization that wait a minute, I'm not really saved. And we don't want that to happen to anyone. And if you're here tonight and you don't know for certain that Christ is your Savior, I want you to come and see me or come and see Brother Kenneth. Or if you're a woman, you can see Mrs. Stone or see somebody. And don't leave here without him. In fact, uh, I think Tim's got down our last, our last uh, congregational song is the most appropriate thing I guess that we could sing and that's how great thou art in fact we're going to use that while we sing we'll just 
use that as our invitation. If you're here and you're not saved, or you're here and God's speaking to you about something entirely different, some other area of your life, would you come? Let's all stand together. Tim, come and lead us in this, please.